1: Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
2: Life and football are very similar. Without an identity, you will not achieve
0: your ultimate prize. Defense wants championships.
1: Pride and passion meet success. You got to love what you do.
2: Thank you for listening
1: to the East West Football Podcast with Jerry Martinez, Kendall Whitley, and now here is your host Fidel Barraza.
0: Thank you for listening to another edition of the East West Football Podcast. I am Fidel Baraza, alongside with me, like always, Jerry Martinez, Kendall Whitley. What's going on, guys? And
2: these Man. weeks are these weeks are passing us by pretty quick on, in the NFL, huh?
1: So we I mean, were just at week one. Now we're now look where we are. Like it's these teams a lot of teams are playing good, a lot of parity in league, a lot of close games, and teams are playing good and we are we're speeding through the season already.
0: Yeah, and uh, quite a bit of a uh, of upsets, I guess you can say, in week six.
2: Uh, but what's it up to you guys the most? Service, Jerry. Man, I mean, right now, I who's to think that the NFC East is what is gonna be the best. Division in the entire NFC, right? And we're just talking about NFC in general. I mean, we can look at we can look at it. The Eagles are six and zero. You know, I I I really don't want to go beyond the Eagles being six and zero. But the actual entire East, right? The NFC East, the the actual division has they have more wins. At you know, at one point NFC West was the dominant, but you got a bunch of three, you got two, three and three teams, and two, two and three teams, um, and I mean, at right right now at this current moment, um, the AFC. Who's to think the AFC North is stuck in the mud, man? Uh, you got a bunch of three and three teams, also, uh, and two and three teams in the in the AFC North. So, I mean, right now that's kind of what's standing out to me in general. Looking at Week Six, now that we're starting to see each team f- uh, take form and shape into into the season.
1: I'm gonna go with the New York teams, the New York Jets and the New York Football Giants. Both teams are playing some really good ball with some great performances on some good teams. We think during the season, we're we'll heading into the season. We thought the Ravens and Green Bay would be pretty good, even though they had a lot of losses this off season. But I think the Jets are playing some good ball. Who saw that coming? And that tough visionary in the AFC East along with my Patriots and with the Giants and whatnot, they're playing some good ball. I mean, Lamar Jackson not a not not a good game this past week, but the Giants picked up. I'm gonna turn over Saquon Barkley doing his thing. Daniel Jones, we got to give him his flowers. He's been playing some good ball over the last few weeks as a runner too, not just a passer but as a runner. And that defense, that that defense, came on to, the, um, to the boats. I hope I said that right. But they're playing, they're playing some, they're playing some good ball. Both New York teams. And that, I mean, they've been going down for a while, but they're playing some good ball. Both teams.
0: Yeah, I mean, what stood out to me the most, I mean, obviously New York Football Giants. I mean. I said that Brian Dayball was going to have the huge impact on this team, and Daniel Jones was going to be playing some good football, and that's what he's doing right now. And uh, who would have thought five and one New York Football Giants?
2: Yeah, I, I, I can you hear me? First off, <laughs> we right. can hear you. All right, great, great. I, I didn't know. I thought it was giving sound check. I mean, overall, you know, I will say, I will say this. I think me and Kendall were were saying, hey, the NFC East. I think they're going to be a a, a division to you know, reckon with, but we were seeing this maybe next season and the offseason, we weren't expecting uh the Giants to to have uh the Giants to have a resurgence like this this fast. So yeah, obviously Brian D- Dable and his coordinators, right? Wink Martindale, who was with the Ravens, which you know, obviously this is the team that he was coaching with for for the longest, you know, for him to come in, you know, and and revamp that Giants defense. Like you said, Kevin Thibodeau coming away with that clutch uh, strip sack right at the end to seal the deal. But, you know, hey, Saquon's looking good. Obviously, we look, we know who's going to be the – if he keeps it on this pace, we know who's going to be the comeback player of the year and Saquon. Uh, but, man, you know, when you look at it, it was just a, a, a really good fight overall.
0: Yeah, and the other thing, too, that stood out to me, the Green Bay Packers. Look, I thought they were going to have a great bounce-back win against the New York football Jets. That's not what happened. Obviously, the, the, the Packers lost the Jets at home in Labo. And, uh, look, Sauce Gardner, he looks like the real deal out there, man. He looks really good.
1: He looks real good. I mean, its he actually put on a clinic that game. Couple, pass the plec, couple pass the A couple of pass flex. He had a pick six called back. It was a weird play, but he's playing some good ball. And, there, I mean, all the draft picks are. And what about Quentin Williams? He, I mean, he's been quiet the past couple of years, but he's, he's getting at the quarterback playing some good ball. Robert Salah got that team, got that defense, and that team playing good.
0: Yeah. And then, Jerry, I believe you do have some audio for us on uh, Aaron Rodgers, a very frustrated Aaron Rodgers after the game.
2: Yeah. Let's take a look. Let's take a listen to that audio
0: you wanted to do. How do you view how your offense is playing right now? Very inconsistent. And that's why I think we need to simplify things because on the couple drives we didn't move the ball, it was very simple things, very simple plays. Uh, no motion. So we need to look at everything and 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 the guys that we got and what we can accomplish with them and and let's you know let's be smart about moving forward. Nobody works harder than Matt on the plan each week, and nobody comes with better ideas than him and his staff. Um, but if it's not working, um, it's not because those guys aren't grinding. It's because we're not executing and.
2: Uh, if we think we have the right players, then we need to simplify things. Interesting.
0: Yeah. Two, two things that stand out to me. One of them, it seems like he's throwing the Mac, the head coach and the coaching staff under the bus, and then he takes them out <laughs> to save them, right? Uh, the other thing, too, is he says simplify the offense. What do you mean by that? I mean, For him? It, for the
2: players? I mean, like, what's he talking about? I don't know, man, because when, when I look back at that game uh, – I'll tell you this: they 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 went they went for it on like fourth and thirteen. Uh the other one was like fourth and seven. So I mean, these are like questionable calls right here. I mean, uh, yeah, I would understand fourth and three. You know, I understand that that's maybe a, a better better time to go for it. But when you're going for it like a fourth and I think it was thirteen or seventeen. I'm not too sure. I can't. I gotta go back to my to my notes on that one. But I mean, they were able to get they were able to break some big plays off, but they just were not able to come away with, with the touchdowns, you know? And there's only so much that field goals can get you, you know what I mean? So that when you're going to field goals, that means that the defenses are are doing their job on both ends.
1: I think, I mean, you made a real good point there, Jerry, but I think, I mean, yeah, we, are, we know Aaron Rodgers is a great – I mean, he's a first-baller player. He's a great quarterback, probably the best quarterback in the league. But we got to get that Jets defensive credit too. They played some good ball. That I think they, just, they deserve a lot of credit. But um, Green Bay—they Green Bay haven't looked like Green Bay all year, so I mean, they—they they really haven't. I'm, I don't—I think it's more than just Devonte has being gone, but I think they really haven't. I mean, Adam is probably their best receiver now. The Randall Cobb's are gonna be out for about a month, a few weeks. So I mean, they really have. I do like Romeo Dobbs, Romeo Dobbs or whatnot, but there's been some rumors out there they might look to trade or be in on the bidding on a couple of these wide receivers out here, but they just haven't looked right all year.
0: Yeah, and then didn't Jair Alexander say? Uh... Couple weeks ago, when they lost to the Giants, I hey, if they lost to the Jets, it wasn't a big deal. And then Aaron Rodgers kind of came back out and said, like, "No, we're focusing on winning football games, not losing any."
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, honestly, (laughs) obviously, you know, this was a good this was a good matchup, right? Because we're talking about offensive coordinator for the Jets is the brother of the head coach of 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 the Packers in this case. So, you know. I don't. I don't know exactly. I think the only thing that's kind of different is that Aaron Jones had that that running game going. They had the running game going with Aaron Jones, and we're not really seeing that right now. And you're seeing kind of uh, Aaron Rodgers having to do. It looks like he's trying to play hero ball on every on every down almost now. Yeah. So I mean, how how does Green Bay uh, get things turned around? Get back to running the ball. They need to. They need to. They need to start focusing on running the ball. Uh and maybe perhaps make a heavy push for maybe an Odell Beckham Jr. or looking to getting a trade for a wide receiver that that you can, you know, that Aaron Rodgers may trust.
0: Yeah, and the Minnesota Vikings have a two game lead now in the division.
1: I agree with Jerry there. Yeah, they gotta get better running that football and because if not, this this division can get out of control it quick.
2: They're five and one, I believe, right? The Vikings? Yeah, five and one. Yeah.
0: Packers three and three. Um, let me ask you guys a question real quick and we'll uh, move on. If you guys had your choice on a receiver to trade for, who would it be and why?
2: DJ
1: Moore. I uh, DJ Moore would be a good pick, but I don't think um Green Bay will do that. I could see them trading up maybe like a Kendrick Bourne. I know we talked about Chase Claypool or somebody like that. Or oh, wait for Odell Beckham, but oh, they probably won't be ready to about Thanksgiving. They need they need something before Turkey here. They need something, they need something now. So yeah, I would I'd have called the Patriots for Kendrick Bourne, Nelson Aguilar, or maybe like a um, Chase Claypool or something like that. That's what I would do. The reason hey, um, I just want to get them off your team, bro. Don't, <laughs> forget, don't forget about Denzel Millen for the Jets. Uh, the only it. reason
2: the only reason I say DJ Moore is because of his body. I mean, overall, he kind of has that. I mean, even in college, in Maryland, uh, DJ Moore played like Debo Samuels. You know what I mean? So I, I think if anything, we've seen what the 49ers and Cal Shanahan can do. And that's actually what what where Lafleur comes from. Uh, he comes from that coaching lineage. You know, he would know how to get you know he would know how to get the running game going and how to set DJ Moore up in these screenplays, which is what they tried doing with Christian Watson. But Christian Watson has not been able to stay healthy and on the field as, as often. Although Walton has a very unique, uh, framey type of build to him. You know, he's really lanky. Uh, he's a speedster, but you know, I think uh, if anything, I think DJ Moore, if you can kind of you know, bring him back to what he was doing at Maryland. I think that he'd fit right right in. He'd probably be the next depot for you there with
1: the Packers scheme. I think uh, Robbie Anderson would have been a good fit in Green Bay. I know he just got traded to the corners, but I think that would have been a perfect fit from there in Green Bay. Kind of similar to like Christian Watt. There's probably the same player, but you get a more experienced player in Robbie Anderson.
0: Yeah, I think uh, Chase Claypool, I mean, that's a name that's kind of been out there that apparently the Pittsburgh Steelers have been looking to trade even in the preseason. And now with uh, the injury of Randall Cobb, the Packers are probably going to have to make a move here soon. Uh, Kendall, what's we'll it up to you in week six?
1: I mean, like I said about the two New York, New York teams, the Jets and the Giants, but we're going to stay in the AFCs division. We're going to go with the Patriots. Bill Belichick, me and Jerry, we've we talked for a couple weeks now, the draft picks. He's hit on all – I mean, it's rare that you see a coach, somebody – Hit on all the draft picks. Well, all your draft picks are playing meaningful minutes. That can mean a couple of things: Either you don't have a lot of good players, or you just that you just got too many good players. Like the, the the young guys are playing good, some good ball for the Patriots. Tyquan Thornton made his second game. His debut was against the Lions last week. But he's, man, he you can just see the excitement is definitely his team. I'm excited for the future. But the Patriots – I mean, I, yeah, I know it's the Browns. I know they beat the Lions, but it's the way they did it. It's the way they did it. You know what I mean? You shut out the Detroit Lions, no more scoring offense. They're Cleveland Browns. Nick Chubb, he was turning up the lead. He was leading the league in rushing. We helped him to understand the yards. So like we're 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 doing we're doing good and I'm proud of the New England. The, the Pages are playing some good ball right now.
2: Yeah, I think you guys got the Browns. Uh and I don't know how many turnovers was there. I mean, how many interceptions did Jacoby percent?
1: two interceptions. It 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 was a it was a clinic out there.
2: Yeah, it was. So who's a backup? To
1: Jacoby Brissett, Kevin. Uh, uh. -uh. Um, They used to have the guy from the Steelers. The um, I can't think of his name. Right? He went. He played quarterback at Tennessee, though.
2: Oh, Joshua Dobbs.
1: Yes. Yeah. I think. Well, I mean, whoever the
0: backup quarterback is, I mean, look, they've lost two straight. Do you guys think that they should possibly look at starting the other quarterback? It no, said. no way.
1: Because Jacob Brissett, he's there to Deshaun. I, there's no way. Just stick it out with Brissett. We know, we know what Brissett is, and he's he's not Deshaun Watson. But there's no, no just stick it out. You're going to win or lose with Jacob Brissett. But speaking of quarterbacks, what about Bailey Zappi? He played played a good game. He's ask. He's doing. I mean, and there might be like a little, a little small quarterback controversy spiraling there in New England. I didn't say I just I've been hearing a lot about it, but (laughs) hey, I mean, do y'all have y'all guys caught Zappy Fever lately? Look, I like
0: I like Bailey Zappy coming in at Western Kentucky, and I think I told you. Um, But look, it's I think it's to the play calling as well, as much as a quarterback. Same thing with Cooper Rush in Dallas. I mean, essentially, the, the game plan that they were calling, they were executing it. They weren't asking them to do too much. You know what I mean? So consistent and whatnot, not turning over the football. And that's what you have right now. Bailey Zappy.
1: Yeah, and then he's not turned the ball over, and it's a competition. Dude. We're not playing. The Patriots not playing about it. Let let's see you do that against Buffalo, Kansas City, the bottom wars and of the world. Hey, you but, but look who's on your schedule though.
0: But but the Browns, I mean, that's not a bad defense. They
2: got it's, some players. It took them a while. It took them a while to come away with some stops, but I mean, overall, I, I will say this: the Patriots, they they uh, that play calling has really improved on the offensive side. Uh, zappi'es was was just. I mean, he he got everybody. He he got Devonte Parker involved, Taekwondo, and I love the way they used them. I mean, not only in the passing, but they got him on on on. It the, was a John O.
1: Smith sighting.
2: Yeah, it was. And Hunter Henry. And Hunter Henry. I mean, he was just he was just. I mean, he was just feeding that ball around to all the playmakers. So, you know, obviously the play calling it really does help out a lot.
0: A good mix of uh, pass and run on the in, in the yeah, offense.
1: We're gonna, we're gonna take it day by day.
0: And you guys, I mean, look, I don't want to say easy game, but it's a very winnable game this Monday again or next Monday against the Chicago Bears.
1: Yeah, I mean, the good thing about that game is I won't. I'm glad we're not playing on Sunday because I won't be in town Sunday. I actually be at that kind of Panthers and Tampa Bay Buccaneers game, so I get to come back and watch my pages play on Monday night. So I won't be missing that. I won't be missing much at all anyway because that should be a winnable game. But yeah, it works out.
0: Yeah, let's talk a little bit about the game of the day between the Buffalo Bills and the Kansas City Chiefs. Everyone was expecting a high-scoring affair. We saw a lot of great defense. Um, towards the end of the game, Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills were able to to uh, pull out the W with the Dawson uh, Knox touchdown.
2: Well, I will say this. I think if anything, we can just go ahead and put everything to sleep here, right? or, or we can kind of round everything off and just show – the importance of the quarterback and, and his play. Cause I will tell you this Josh Allen really stepped up when, when the bills needed him to, I mean that, I mean, it was at the very end that one rut that one, it was the, the design quarterback keeper that he had on that sweep to the right. Wow. Yep. I mean, I mean, they needed that first down. I mean, they needed it. They were down, I believe at that, at that at, at particular moment. And, you know, big players make big plays when needed. So, you know, it just shows you the importance of your quarterback play, and I think that the NFL is is you know you're just as you you are just as effective as your quarterback play is in the NFL. So if your quarterback can't can't is not able to step up, you're gonna your team's gonna struggle, and, and it's gonna be hard to get them wins.
1: I mean, have y'all noticed how easy it just looks for the Bills at times? It just looks so easy. Like <laughs> I think it was like third and fifteen. It was it was it was in their own red end zone or whatnot. And I think, I mean, it, it just looks so easy. It seems like for other teams, like, it seems like it's pulling teeth getting them to move the ball. But for the Buffalo, it just looks so easy. Like, they just pick up third and long. I mean, most times you get teams in, like, third and seven and longer, and longer. you know, you would think you got a good chance to go out the field. But with Buffalo, like, it just looks so methodical, just so easy. And they can beat you. They can beat you, slice and dice you and just paper cut, or they can beat you with the long ball. They don't have a running game, but they still just they just move the ball. Just imagine if you gave them a running game, but Josh Allen is their running game.
0: What a difference Von Miller has made for this defense. Huge difference. And then also, too, let's talk about Jordan Poirier real quick. He did not get clear to fly with the team. So guess what he did? He ended up driving to the game 14 hours, and he played a good game. Incredible. And obviously, th- this game meant a lot to both teams because the last couple times these teams I met in the playoffs – Kansas City has hosted the, the game. Essentially, this might be, and you know, it might go to Buffalo's now. And
1: it seems like all these games are always in Kansas City. <laughs> yeah, and
0: then Buffalo. guess what? If if they end up with the same record because of this game that just happened, the game will be in Buffalo.
2: That, that I mean, I think if anything, that's just home field advantage because who wants to be playing in Kansas City and in Buffalo during the most important time of the year, right? I mean, it's cold.
0: Yeah, but not even that. The Ravish fans. I mean, think about it. This team has eliminated you from the playoffs two years in a row.
2: Two years in a row. If you
0: get to host that home game, divisional game, or AFC championship game, man, uh, forget about it. They're going to be breaking tables on the field.
1: I think we all can agree in the AFC. It's the Buffalo Bills, then it's everybody else. (laughs) I think we all can agree on that. I mean, Kansas City was right up under them, but it's the Bills, and then it's everybody else.
0: And really quick – and look, I don't know if there's any truth to this, but essentially it's like Carolina's looking to trade some players away. There was a rumor out last week that potentially Buffalo was looking to possibly trade for Christian McCaffrey. Now, I don't know how true that is. I don't know if there's any, you know, relevance to it, but imagine if they were to trade for Christian McCaffrey. This offense would, I mean, it looks pretty damn good now, but man, it would be like even better with Christian McCaffrey in that backfield.
2: I would have to agree with you. I mean, that would be pretty nice. I, I think if anything, Christian McCaffrey, uh if if the if he can't get going with the rushing attack, I mean with him, you just get him on the passing and man, game over. I think that that would be definitely that I think he would be definitely that final piece that the Buffalo Bills is needed to be able for everybody to be on board and and uh have that confidence that they're gonna be in the Super Bowl and win their 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 Super Bowl. I mean this is a team that, that went to how many Super Bowls? I think it was, what, in the early 90s? Was it four or five? Three, three in a row. Think, yeah, three or four in a row. I know they lost. Okay, I'm not going to go where they lost because my team You're lost this No, nah, my team lost this week. So, yeah, we'll keep it at that.
0: <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, look, Buffalo looks like the best team in the NFL and for sure the best team in the AFC. So we'll see if they keep it up. I believe they're on a bye week uh, this week coming up. Um, let's talk about some Thursday night football action. These last couple of weeks, man, it's been a struggle to keep my eyes open watching these games. But we do have a more interesting matchup this week, I believe, as the New Orleans Saints visit the Arizona Cardinals. Both teams struggling. Both teams need a win in a bad way. Now, question marks for New Orleans as far as the quarterback situation goes. So Andy Dalton might not play. Jameis Winston, I think, is not ready to come back. So you have Taysom Hill potentially starting at quarterback.
1: Taysom Hill, and I think Ian Book, do you have Ian? Is Ian Book still in there? New I think I'd rather go
0: with Taysom Hill, man.
1: <laughs> yeah, that, 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 was a, that was a disaster last time we seen Ian Book on Wednesday night Football. He looked like he was nowhere near ready to touch a football that game. And I think to save us fans from watching that debacle, it would be great not even have him on the field or whatnot. But I think I'd rather go with Taysom Hill single Henley won in that game against Seattle a couple weeks ago. So I'd probably go with Taysom Hill. But um, I think it's a better matchup in the last couple of weeks than watching the Bears and the Commanders. And I think it was Denver and the coach the week before that. But uh, they gotta get better with these games. But I'm i um, I'm gonna go with Arizona. I believe the Cardinals are, Cardinals home Arizona home or, or they in the body or in yeah Oregon. Arizona's home. Okay, I go with Arizona. I go with the Cardinals or whatnot. I, oh yeah, they do get DeAndre Hopkins back. DeAndre so Hopkins, so they should be better. Um, I watched that game against Seattle. They just look a mess right now. Maybe I mean DeHop. Maybe it's why they it could. Maybe that's why Rogers is struggling. He don't have Devontae Allen, but the offense back this week. I think Arizona. Maybe they can start stack up a few W's. They got to win. It's a must win for the Cardinals this week. Look,
2: they're both two and four.
1: Um, yeah, I, both, I, teams I will, and both, both teams.
2: Yeah, both both teams are two and four. I will say this. I, I think after a while, you know, I I think Cardinal fans are going to get a little bit. You know, that red sea is going to be a little bit. They're going to start get frustrated if this is the trend. Cause you know, a lot of times when you turn on, when you're able to get to the game, all all you see is Kyler, Kyler Murray running 80 yards to score. You know, to be able to get a, a six yard, you know, first down. You know, so that it just it's it almost seems somebody needs to fix what he's doing in his game because his game's really good. Think there to be able to you know get get him going on more and get a little bit more focus on the RPO, be able to read it, and I think that Cardinals office could. To could really terrorize some teams with Kyler Murray's speed and agility and his stop-and-go ability. But, you know, I think, uh, you know, it only comes to a point before defense can tee off on that and stop it. But for the Saints, overall, they had this game. I mean, their rushing Russian, their Russian attack was well, – what they, they had it going. So, you know, if anything, I, th- I think – you know, if anything, I think it's going to be a, a relatively better game than what we think. Yeah, there's some there's some question marks on the Saints defense. But go ahead and give me the Saints in this one. Um I tr- I trust I trust the the play calling right now for whatever reason. I think they're gonna focus in on that on that rushing attack and be able to close out the game when they need to and make the plays when they need to. Speaking of play
0: calling, I believe Cliff Kingsbury said that he would give up play calling duties. They he just wants to win. I mean, and potentially, I know he just got an extension recently, but man, things just don't look good. Um, I do like Arizona playing at home, getting DeAndre Hopkins back, Robbie Anderson. We'll see how much he plays, but uh, just New Orleans is banged up. I don't think is gonna play, I don't think is gonna play. They I just have Chris a lot Ola- of injuries. Olave,
1: Olave is back. He's back. This week. Yeah, I think Thomas is probably still out. He's man, he's, he's been a mess the last few years. He's always one thing after another with Michael Thomas. I think this might be his last year in New Orleans. He's I like think so that. too. I, I, that's why
2: I said what I said because I mean, this last week all those players were all just they're, all those all their key all their key players were out and they were still able to 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 make it close enough you know i just think that jamar chase is a little bit of a special player and his connection with joe Burrow is just something a little bit different so you know overall i'm going to go i'm going to be i'm going to be the wild card this week i don't know i i think that i've been uh i've been playing too safe on my predictions so that's why i'm saying give me saints in this one i don't really i don't really like what the cardinals are doing
0: yeah, I mean, essentially, the only good thing about the Saints, you know, struggling right now is that there's not, the division is not very tough at the moment, right? Atlanta won their game. I believe that was the only team that won in that division last weekend. Uh, so we'll see how New Orleans does. Nobody's run
1: away. Nobody's run away with that division. Tampa got Carolina this week. I don't know who Atlanta plays this week. And, you know, the Saints got the corners, but uh, Falcons playing some sneaky good ball. Nobody's run away with the division. Nobody.
0: Hey, look, shout out to Arthur Smith. <laughs> He's got this team playing, man. Yeah.
2: Well I'll tell you if you look, if you if you if you look, right, because 49ers have the second ranked defense in the league and the Cowboys were ranked number three. Uh but exactly what the what the Falcons did to 49ers, it's exactly what the Eagles did to to, to the Cowboys. I mean, they were able to exploit it right with the RPO. And uh, you know, Jalen Jalen Hurts, I mean, he ain't afraid of, of reading reading the defensive end and running if he needs to. Marcus Mariota was doing that to the 49ers, and he was cutting up and dicing that defense on his own. And, you know, he was taking some shots. He, he got the ball to Drake London, which is their first-round pick this year. And finally, we saw Cal Pitts, you know, uh, score a touchdown. I think – was was that his first touchdown? In the U.S. this season, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it's it, – you, know, you know, I remember when he came out of the draft, we were talking about a unicorn. But, yeah, I, I will say this um, – very, very unique how how Arthur Smith was able to turn to turn this game into an actual game for them to compete and win. All right, we got Mike chiming in. Uh, it looks like the Falcons play the
0: Bengals. Interesting game, to say the least. Oh, yeah. All right, guys, before we end tonight's show, any final thoughts?
1: Well, surprisingly, we went the whole show. We're not talking about... I guess the Cowboys and the Eagles. So, so that was That's very surprising to me. You thought I would let you off the hood, Jerry. I can't do it at night, but that's shocking We me. That's probably the first show ever. But I was wondering, I was like, hey, did we talk about Dallas and Philly? But that about to put your plans there. But I mean, hey, I guess rush hour one, two, or three could possibly be over with. I mean, I think Dak could be back this <laughs> week against Detroit or whatnot. And uh, Cooper Rush, he, he did what he's supposed to do. He's a backup, or like Shinna Shar said, he's an intern. So he's a backup or whatnot, and um, he went four and two. It could have been. It could have been worse. Could have been a disaster. Dak is back, and next cut thing they got Detroit this week. Then I think they they got Chicago, but yeah, I mean it couldn't have been better. It could, everybody thought they were done, but they yeah. won't. But I think with that defense, they still had a chance, and they proved it. And, and uh, can we can we get some holding calls on Michael Parker Cause it's not like he gets held on every dag on play. I noticed that too, but. Um, Philly came up to play enough to talk about that, but Philly played good, and Jalen Hurts, I mean, I I won't say he shut people up, but he didn't even have 200 yards passing, but he did what he needed to do, he didn't need to do much, and Philly's the best team in the NFL right now, record-wise.
0: Yeah, I I said this on the Sunday kickoff show, that this was going to be the game where the people that were kind of thinking, all right, yeah, let's play Cooper Rush, forget about Dak, came back to reality and said, hey, we need Dak in there.
2: Yeah. I think that there was a name for them, Super Coopers, right? Uh, I believe that's what they were calling the, the Super. Hey, ben Coopers.
0: DiNucci had a better name, though. <laughs> yeah, awesome. uh,
2: yeah. well, I will say this. I mean, obviously, I, I believe that's what the Cowboys thought when they had Ben DiNucci was the, hey, we have our defense, we're going to rely on them and our Russian attack, and we don't really need Ben DiNucci to pass. But for whatever happened, well, for whatever it was, you know, that Ben DiNucci was long, long, t- long time ago. Cooper though I will say this I'll give him a ton of credit like you said he he came in and he did his job but you know obviously you could see some of those plays you know uh he tried to to play some hero ball I mean that one that one where you know he forced that pass because he saw CD open but dang that ball just stayed up in the air too long um I, I he missed some reads uh, he you know aside from throwing a couple of picks he missed some reads there there were some reads there uh he could have kept it, got an easy first down. So, yeah, man, I think you know, like I said earlier, the NFL it's just predicated. It, it just so it's so reliant on what your quarterback can do for you. And obviously, you know, like you like you said, Fidel, I, I think you said it very well. Um, you know, Dak is back, and we know that Dak has prepared all all seven years of his career. He's he's prepared himself to be able to to make these these um, these plays and and be. The franchise quarterback that they pay they're paying them to be so we shall see you know hopefully with this balance attack that the cowboys have been able to implement we'll see if that can be able to help us uh get over that hump right because you know if you if you want to get into the super bowl you got to be able to stack up 30 points uh against the buffalo bills and and you know with the with super cooper we, we weren't putting up that many i don't i believe we're ranked 29th in offense and scoring with with super cooper so yeah uh it's a little bit of a relief to have Dak back and uh it's gonna be interesting and just like cowboys and myself and all dallas cowboys you know um nation right or or the rest of us we're gonna have to wait till christmas to to see if santa will help us get that comeback and and uh you know put put the eagles to rest because uh and- they are <laughs> no top in the back, man. They're non in the
1: back. And that was one of the things I wanted to see was during this whole run that Cooper Rush had, even back last year against the Vikings, he's really had the lead. He's been up. He's been playing a good ball, good um, turnover free ball. Defense been playing outstanding. Like I told Jerry um, previously before before show up, I want to see him get down two positions, get down 10-0, get down 14-0, and see if he can bring that team back. And we kind of seen what happened with it whatnot. That, that was my only thing. If I could see him do that, Okay, well maybe he can start the rest of the year, and this guy might be the real deal. But we seen what you saw what happened when all when all of a sudden your defense can't help you out, and that we need you to bring us back and whatnot. And he kind of Cooper Rush get, came back to being Cooper Rush.
2: Yeah, uh, and uh, you know credit where credit is due, Eagles had a a good game plan. I mean they were pinning us back in our own in our own field. You know, uh, uh, back in our field. Uh, you know. They were able to, you know, they were going for it on on, on their fourth downs. Uh, obviously, they were taking the risk, you know. Obviously, if we got the ball at our own twenty, it, they knew that it was going to be harder for us. So at the very end, it just kind of came down to the, to those sticks and just putting us back in our own, you know, in our own uh, field field position, right? So, you know, good good for them. They had a good, they had a, good um, a good attack, but I'm pretty sure Dan Quinn is very resilient, and I'm pretty sure he'll learn from this one. And going forward, any team that tries to attack uh, the Cowboys defense like this, I'm pretty sure there'll be an answer for it, too.
0: Yeah, I mean, to me, the Eagles look like the best team in the NFC right now. Uh, the good thing for the Cowboys is, well, one, Dax coming back, and then two, you played the, the Detroit Lions on Sunday.
1: I think James, Bur- James Bradbury has been a really good pickup for the Tremendous.
0: Eagles. Tremendous. And then real quick, look, my final thoughts. We saw a game last night that was – not what people were expecting it to be it, at one point it looked like these neither, neither team wanted to win looks like perhaps they were going for a tie and then we saw the muff punt look russell wilson i think started off 10 for 10 and then in the second half he threw i don't know i think it was 10 yards maybe less than that thank you
1: thank you was five
0: for 13
1: to finish the game i believe
0: <laughs> that is just insane and then Melvin Gordon being out. I don't I don't even know what's going on with Melvin Gordon. They benched him. They were just playing Latavius Murray. They just signed him off the practice squad from the Saints. I mean, both teams. And then Brandon Staley, this is what kills me. Him going for it on fourth down consistently and not making it. That is just crazy, man.
2: Yeah. I think uh, the stats there was Justin Herbert, 37 of 57 attempts. What in the world, man, there's no balance there, man. I mean,
1: yeah, I man, I think Staley could be on the hot stand this year. The Chuck, all the, the and that defense hasn't played. I mean, even Russell Wilson last night when he was hot, he was nailing some throws down the field. I know he's dealing with a hamstring issue now, and uh, I don't know. It's funny how every time he has a bad game, it's an injury. First it was a lat, now it's a hamstring. But uh I, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't that was
2: heads- I will say that was a heads up play by by the uh, special teams. Yeah, uh, it was. <laughs> Because I mean, it, pushed, it pushed his own player into him. It pushed, yeah, pushed his own player – or push that player into his own player, right? So, yeah, yeah. Uh, that was a heads-up play, uh, but, yeah, it was a weird, weird game overall.
0: And then also, too, real quick, I mean, I can see a
2: scenario where both of these coaches will not be returning
0: to the teams. And, look, Nathaniel Hackett, you got to figure something out. You have to figure something out. There are obviously reports coming out that Russell Wilson has a hurt hamstring. He's got the, the shoulder injury. Like, there's just a lot of things coming out right now, but you should have won this football game.
1: You what about JC? What about JC Jackson getting benched for the, for the charges? I mean, after all that money he he earned from what he, he and they paid for what he did in New England, but that's I mean, it hasn't been a good start to the season. From JC Jackson, they paid him, gave him all that money that he's benched. I think he got um, got benched for I, I forget. I don't know who the guy he got benched for, but it, and that's even worse. We don't know benched. his name. We don't know his name.
0: And who he <laughs> well, got benched
1: for? How much <laughs> are you paying this guy? <laughs>
0: ridiculous man and then also real quick like before we get off i know we've been kind of rambling on for a little bit longer than usual but i can guarantee that nathaniel hacker will not make it through the season if the broncos continue to struggle
2: Oof, man i don't know what the heck he's doing man Uh, i don't
0: and look and that's a shame because that defense was playing lights out
1: and they keep on getting injuries it doesn't get no yeah i think they got the jets next and the jets playing a good ball Mm -hmm.
2: so who is the eagle streak i would say the Steelers. To be determined, I say I say the Steelers.
1: Yeah, we'll see.
0: I think Eagles are on a bye week this week. If I'm going to go with the Giants, I'm going go to go with Steelers, man. <laughs> All right, we'll see. All right, thank you everyone out there for watching and listening. Uh, we'll talk to you guys soon. Enjoy the rest of your evening. Stay safe.
1: Become a leader worth following. Subscribe today. Electric Acid. Are you passionate about saving the
2: planet for future generations? Do you want to learn how to do it? If yes, then you need to tune in to the Nature Backed podcast. It's a talk show covering the changing world around us. From renewable energy, sustainable agriculture, circular economy... To ESG and social innovation. Don't miss this opportunity to discover how you can join the movement and make a difference. Subscribe to the Nature back podcast today on your favorite platform and get ready to be amazed.
1: Electric